Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called You Is Fine. The ingredients you need is a bottle of chilled Prosecco and some lemonade. And what you're going to do is get a glass, put a little ice cubes in it, pour it, pour in some Prosecco, and then top it off with some lemonade. And that is a, oh, you is fine. Now I can work with that. Oh. I like Prosecco. I love Prosecco with lemonade. And I love lemonade. Finally. <laughs> Something not full of juice and shit. I love it. Welcome back to Cocktail Jerry Discussions, you guys. How are you? Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, what you been up to? Mm, you know, working. <laughs> Just working. Trying to make a dream come true. It looks like stress <laughs> behind that smile, girl. They working you hard. <laughs> I'm just tired. I feel you. I have been um, feeling like I've been doing so much the past couple of days. Yesterday, I kind of just like relaxed. I was like, I don't want to do much of anything. Of course, things never go as planned when it's like that. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I had a little barbecue yesterday with Sean and Walker. That was fun. Walker is so bossy, though. Like, he really feels like if he tells me he wants me to come over at two, I have to come at two. And it's like, I might be busy doing something. Can can I have Walker a life? Said, be on time. He said, uh, I said two. I say two thirty. Send him a Google invite. Right. And then um <laughs> one of my friends is in town. She's staying here and she came out here with hopes of like going out to parties and stuff like that. And I'm like, girl, I mm-hmm. don't go to parties. Um You really follow the rules. To a certain degree, yes. Like, I'm not going to parties. I'm not going out and smoking hookah. Um, I'm, Atlanta mm-mm. was crazy. I saw this it on Labor Instagram. Did you go out? I did not go out. But what I, I live in a populated area. And so when I walk to places, instead of like driving in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. bruh, I was meeting so many people. I'm like, do you live here? Because I was like, it's really popping this weekend in my building and just in the neighborhood. There were so many people here from out of town, Tennessee, uh, a lot of people here from New York, Jersey, Chicago. People were having parties at the pool. I was like, dang, Atlanta is popping. They're like, well, Atlanta's the only place that's really open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have some friends coming yeah, I didn't to town. Go to no clubs. I have some friends coming to town this weekend for my birthday and they one of the girls was like having a hard time finding a flight. She was waiting to the last minute and she was like, I can't believe all these flights mm-hmm. are sold out. I was like, bitch, I have been telling you, do you watch the news? Do you watch Instagram? Like people are coming to Atlanta like it's nobody's business. There are very few places that people can travel to, and this is one of the ones mm-hmm. that pretends like corona's not a thing. You could pretty much to do what you want i don't know many things Mm -hmm. that are closed it's just like very few restrictions so people are out here acting an ass turning i saw somebody eating i saw this girl eating another girl's ass on a stage at a club i don't think it was a strip club and i was just like what the hell this is really sad and the whole city needs to be saved that disturbed me I saw that. That was disturbing. She was literally in her booty hole. And I was wondering, like, number one, 
wonder what it smelled like. Number two. Her booty hole or the club? Just her her whole booty pussy area. Because it's one thing for it to be a pussy and an asshole. But then you're in a club. It's crowded as fuck. It's you're sweaty. sweaty. Booty. What do you have on up under there, if anything? Like, is it? Mm. And then, um, what else was I going to say? I wonder if they knew each other already. Or if this was just, we just saw some wild, drunk, probably high shit. Like, what's going on? If they were drunk. And woke up in the morning and saw that they were probably, that's like the ultimate, I'm embarrassed. I don't want any, you know, when you get drunk and embarrassed and you feel like the whole world knows, Mm -hmm. imagine if the whole world did know. Yeah, that's, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to summer church camp. I'm changing my whole life. Summer church camp, girl. Oh my God. But yeah, that. That was just ridiculously crazy. I saw so much stuff. So many people were in parties. So many things were super packed. Did you see Compound, bro? I was like, my nigga. My friend went to that. And I just sat in my room because I was like, I ain't socializing. Um, <laughs> I'm good. All white party. It needed to be an oh, all not infected the, not party. Not that one. The one on Saturday. Um. Yeah, it's just like, and Compound has been cutting up all through the summer. Remember when they had that pool in the middle of the club? Like the day after they were like, things can open up. They're like, oh, can they? Let's put a pool in this bitch. Yeah, it's just (laughs) like, what the fuck? And then what's even crazier than the club doing that is the people who go and participate. It's just like, what? It's interesting. Is it that much boredom in the world? I don't know. I think so. I think you know what I think it is. I think what? people there, they people are lonely. Mm-hmm. I do. I think a lot of, especially a lot of club people, um, promoters included, like and just people that are always in the club. I really think those types of people don't have a lot in their life to like fulfill them. So they're mm-hmm. like, I gotta go out to the club because this is where I see my people at. Yep. I mean, honestly, that's how a lot of my sex capades happen this uh, quarantine. <laughs> Loneliness, all the bad decisions, all of the people, the, whew, the experiences. It was definitely, uh, I'm blaming Miss Rona on that because uh, she got some things started. <laughs> she definitely did. Rona is a bitch. Um, let me ask you something. And this is very recent. Okay. Did you see that the Kardashians are stopping their the season? I don't know what number it is, but they're not going to be recording anymore. Mm-mm. They literally just posted that, and that was re- they didn't say why. They just said that n- the next season that they record in 2021 that airs, that'll be the last one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what happened? Maybe they're sick of that shit. It's been a long I- time. It's been over 10 years. I think they're either sick of it because Kanye is going a little crazy and they don't want that shit to be aired or they're about to do something major and start like their home, their own network. Cause mm. this doesn't make sense. Are you upset? <laughs> you look like you're about to miss your show. Are you frozen? No, I think I can see you, but you have like a little spinning thing. Um, okay. So you were saying that you think maybe because they have their own network, coming or something major something really bad like that has to do with kanye west or it's something really great where they're like gonna start their own network because they're always doing something big always doing something great i'm just like why the fuck would y'all stop the show 
I like me some Kardashians. I do. I'm not going to lie. I got to sometimes take my Kardashian breaks. <laughs> but dang. I haven't watched I that show. I can't keep up with Kim. I haven't watched that show in so long. I used to like it, but then I got away from it. It's just like, uh, it just doesn't do it for me. I just prefer to see them on Instagram when I do see them, if I see them. I don't know. It got kind of boring and just too unbelievable and... and I was just over it after a while, but I do wonder what they're going to do. Um, or maybe I really think maybe they want to get away from that for a while or see what people are going to say about the announcement. Cause mm -hmm. then it could be like, think about all the people who say like, Oh, I'm retiring from music. I'm retiring for this from this. And they don't, and they come right back and they do another album or they do mm -hmm. something else and they just do it. And then there's all this buzz about it. It could be a publicity stunt because you know, they are good for that. They definitely mm -hmm. are. But no, I didn't see that. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Anything else to catch up on? I'm cold. Have you watched P-Valley? Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. Wait, we can't talk that much about it. Cause I just started it today. Like I had it playing on in the background, bitch. I had to stop it. I was like, this can't be a background show. I got to watch the whole thing. So I, I finished one episode today and I'm addicted. The I'm first fucking episode? addicted. Okay. So what did you think? Say it again. What did you think? Oh, I think that I I have always had an addiction to the strip club. Mm -hmm. You know that. I love going to the strip club. I love strippers, not only like being sexual with them, but also just like interacting with strippers and hearing about their lives. And so, so far, I like how we're seeing the background of each character. I like how they're telling their stories and you see like, I've always felt like strippers are a different type of woman. Like they deal with a lot mm -hmm. on the stage and off the stage. Uh, and I, I just think it's a fucking incredible show so far. And I've only watched episode one, bro. Well, I don't want to say too much because I can't remember what happened in each episode. Um, I did not like it when I first saw it, to be honest. Um, really? I first saw it, I watched Yeah, I just, you know what it was for me? It's not the story. It was the fake Southern accents. I did not like the accents. Oh. Like those people don't sound like people from Mississippi to me. And it just seemed mm. too forced. It was too much. I didn't like it. So it was hard for me to get into it, but I did finish the entire season and made it through. And I guess I just got used to the shitty accents, but that really bothered me. And I'm like, are they for real? Like, <laughs> who told y'all this is what people sound like and some of them are from the south and it's like you probably could just use your normal accent not this shit uh, it was it I was frustrating I didn't, I, it didn't even bother me i didn't it bothered me so much um but i did enjoy the story uh it's a little different from other shows out right now um but i liked it and i like uncle clifford i like his character all the way through to the end i don't know if i like him yet I like him. Um, I, I think I skipped a couple of episodes in there. But yeah, I like it. I haven't been watching that. Um, I want to start watching that show with the girl. I can't think of her name. Um, I want to say it comes on HBO. Um, the she the dark skin girl. Mm -hmm. She used to be, she had a show called Chewing Gum that I thought was so funny. Mm -hmm. It used to be on Netflix. It's not there anymore. But um I wanted to watch that, but I was like, I have to wait until I'm in a better mood because this shit is just going to piss me off. Um, and then what other shows? Uh, Married at First Sight. 
there in New Orleans. Um, and then what else have I been watching? Married at First Sight. There's another one that's like a dating show. Oh, of course, all of the 90 Day Fiancés. I love those shows. I can't get enough of them. Have you watched Indian Matchmaker? Yes. I have. I loved that. I didn't think I was going to like it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, too. And it was kind of cool to learn a little bit more about the Indian culture um, outside mm-hmm. of just uh, the matchmaking aspect of it all. But like all of the different groups within the Indian culture and like how the one girl yeah. who's from Guyana, how they tr- what she was saying about being Indian and Guyanese and all of this stuff. I thought that was so really cool. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I actually started watching it because of my dad. When I mm-hmm. uh, went to Houston to see him for his birthday, that's what he was sitting on the couch watching. And he was like, I think this would be kind of cool to uh, pick out a husband for you. And I was like, hell to the no. Uh-uh. But I thought it was dope how like the Indians, they don't mind the arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, look, your parent sets you up. They, they say they don't set you up for failure. <laughs> but I just I don't, I don't feel like my daddy knows me well enough <laughs> to pick a good match. Um, I just don't know. But the idea of a matchmaker, I was asking myself, like, would I go to a matchmaker? Could you see yourself going to a matchmaker? I definitely could see myself going to a matchmaker, Mm -hmm. but it would have to be one of those like millionaire matchmakers. Like I wouldn't (laughs) want to just find like a discount on Groupon or something for a matchmaker because I feel like to do that job very well, you have to be being properly compensated for it because that's a lot of time and a lot of digging to make sure that people have some type of interest and I would get bored very quickly. So I would pay top dollar for a matchmaker. Yeah. um, I contacted this was years ago i contacted a matchmaking service i wanted somebody from there to come on the show actually this was like in the very beginning and they were telling me like their rates and i'm like this shit is expensive it was some place the place in buckhead um this really popular it's like i forget the name but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um they were really expensive. So I'm like, well, to even get a matchmaker, whether you're a millionaire or not, you've got to have some coin because even like the cheaper, like speed dating option that they had was still like a thousand dollars. And I'm like a thousand dollars speed dating even for 16 people. Bitch, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like if you hire a matchmaker though, it would let you know if, whether you want to admit it or not, if something is wrong with you and that's why you don't have nobody because that one lady, even the matchmaker was annoyed with her. She was like, you're not going to find no, I can't remember her name, but everything was a problem for her. I can't think of anybody. I can't remember the shorty's name, but she was, um, not pleasant. I was like, girl, you're not going to find nobody. Just quit wasting your money. I think she was an attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my dad was like, I don't she was like, like her. If he's adventurous, absolutely not. Does he like jokes? He likes comedy? No. He's funny. He's laughing too much. I can't do this. I was like, <laughs> Girl, who do you want? Why don't you tell us what you want? <laughs> she wants to be married Ridiculous. to a blow-up doll, apparently, with no personality. But yeah, that show was good. There's some good stuff out there on Netflix. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I've watched this other show. I don't know why we're talking about all these shows, but there's another show that's on Netflix called In the Dark. Have you heard of it? Mm -hmm. I haven't. Okay, so the show, there's a chick. She's blind. She hasn't always been blind, but she's blind now. And she's extremely promiscuous. Um, 
And she goes into like the drugstore every day picking up plan B's and the pharmacist is like, you really should like buy condoms. And she's like, whatever, Maria, just give me my shit. Um, but I just thought it was so funny because I guess I never considered um, like all of the things that you go through being blind and having a sex and or dating life. And this girl, she's kind of fucked up. So she doesn't really date, but she will fuck mm-hmm. all these people. And there's this one scene where she was fucking somebody's husband who had just made a donation to the nonprofit that she works for that provides uh, seeing eye dogs to other blind people. She's fucking this lady's How is she husband. These niggas? She can't see him. She met him when he was That's making. What I'm saying. The- How's she finding him? Oh, she goes to the bar every day. But this one came to her job and she goes to the same places every day. So anyway, he meets her at the bar and she's like, you want to fuck? And so she they end up going to his house and his wife comes home and she was trying to hide. And the girl was hiding under a glass coffee table. So they threw her out. She didn't have her cane, like the walking stick. And she's just outside trying to scramble to get herself together. She's like talking to Siri, like calling, trying to call her best friend. Her phone is dead. It was just like a lot. And I was like, wow, there's so many things like anybody who has a disability, it's always going to be harder. Right. But there's just so many things in that Mm -hmm. situation that I took for granted because it's like one thing to be thrown out. But then you're in an unfamiliar place. You don't have a phone. You having to get dressed in the hallway. You don't know who sees you. You don't know if somebody's about to steal from you. You don't know if you're about to get in an Uber with a serial killer. Like, you know nothing. It's, it's a really dangerous world. I wish we could What's get somebody on. the dark on. side? No, in the dark. There's, and that's only like the sub story, but the main story, she's like trying to find her friend who was killed. But yeah, anyway, some great TV out there, guys. That's what I do in my downtime when I'm trying to relax. If I'm not having sex, I'm gonna have or to check sleeping. that out. That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. It's very juicy. Okay, so I guess we can move on to weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah, a man is absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. And then we'll go from there. Okay. So, you guys, this week's weird sex is about this um, couple, if you will. So, there is a 64-year-old woman who has a son who's 42. And they're probably about to be going to jail because they have been fucking. So Cheryl and her son, Tony, are said to have been caught in the act at the home that they both live in. Tony is married. And I don't know if y'all realize this, but incest is illegal. So Tony's wife um, is the one who walked in. Because I'm just like, somebody sent me like three uh incest stories and i'm like god damn why do you what's going on anyway okay so tony's wife called her cousin after she stumbled in on them and the cousin subsequently called the police cheryl is said cheryl's the mother she is said to have told detectives she's grown closer to her biological son in recent months Tony said that their incestuous tryst had just happened. Of course, he said it just happened. They always say, oh, it just happened. Anytime they're fucking somebody, they're not supposed to. Anyway, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you said it just happened after they started kissing one another. Why the fuck you're kissing your mom like that? I don't know. Um, but both Tony and Cheryl are said to have admitted to having sex with one another um, during another interview and in- insisted that it was the first and only time that they had had an encounter like this. Tony is also said to have asked for psychiatric help. Um and the mom and son were both charged with incest and denied the crime at a court hearing um, at the end of last month. Both were released on bail and ordered not to contact one another ahead of their next court appearance for a pretrial on October 27th. So the story is still developing, um, but that's pretty fucking gross. Why would you be fucking that's your disgusting. son? It like makes no sense. Yo, mama? That's your mama. Girl, it's just a damn I mean, mess. You wonder what, like, what is the family talking about right now? Like, is everyone just like, did you hear about Trevor? What was his name? Travis? Tony. Troy? You know, Tony was fucking his mama, right? I never liked Cheryl anyway. Don't let, don't leave your kids over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're definitely talking shit if they have Tony. Family. And the the wife, like, could you imagine walking in on your husband fucking his mama? You wouldn't even I know would how to react. Up. Like you, you, I would be like, is the? I might have a seizure because that it's not only are you cheating on me, my nigga, with your mama. You didn't want this pussy. You want your mama's pussy, the one that you entered the world out of. You want? Oh, oh no! I'm calling the police. <laughs> I'm setting the house on fire. I would be so fucking mad. Girl. I I don't even know. Yeah. When I saw that, and then I had a couple other stories. I'm telling y'all, there's a lot of people out here who have been fucking their family members. And it's not even just during quarantine time. So we can't even like, not that that would be an excuse, like, but please. Say no to fucking your family uh, members because you're going to jail. And that's it for weird sex. If no. you see some more weird stuff, please send it to me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, now we can get back. You know what time it is. It is time to talk about the latest episode from Patreon's bonus content. So if you are not signed up on Patreon, I really don't know what you're waiting for. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash cocktails, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S. Every week, we are going to be posting new bonus episodes. Recently, I shared my story about how I tried to sell my eggs one time. Take a listen. Doing all this stuff. So I see the ad about... um sharing not sharing selling your eggs and they say okay you can sell your eggs up to five times and the first time you go i think i I think the first round of them getting an egg was going to be like fifty six hundred dollars or something like that and then the second round was it would be more and more and more and then i think once you got to like the third or fourth then that's when you got to eight thousand dollars and then you could only do it five times so there was a max amount of money that you could make and then it's like over the span of months so if you never tried to sell your eggs which i would venture to say most of you probably haven't none of my friends did and i didn't really tell many people but the few people i did i think that they thought i was joking and i was like no i'm serious like Okay, so 
there's a snippet of the story. Um, find out more details about how much I was going to get paid, what happened when I sold the eggs, and just a little bit more details on what the fuck I was going through in my early 20s. Um, well, really mid-20s now that I think about it. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the clip. If uh, you haven't signed up yet, please head on over to patreon.com slash cocktails. Again, new bonus episodes every Monday. If you sign up at the $3 level, you will get access to audio only content. If you sign up at the $5 level, you will get bonus content that includes video and audio. And if you sign up at the $15 level, we really, really appreciate you guys so much so that every, uh, after you've been a ride or die $15 patron for three or more months, we will send you a special gift in the mail. So go ahead and sign up right now. And now let's get back to the show. Before we move on to this new game that Kiki created, um, did you celebrate Beyonce's B-Day? I didn't. I listened to some Beyonce, but that was kind of it. I was not in a great mood that day. Um, So I slept. I had an edible and I slept. Oh, I mean, I didn't do much either. I I just like played, made sure I had her on rotation mm-hmm. during my day. And then I went to Starbucks. And when I pulled up to order my drink, I was like, hey, he was like, my name's Mark. How, what can I get for you? I was like, hey, Mark, before I order, I just want to ask you, do you know that today is Beyonce's B-Day? <laughs> he was like, I'm so glad someone else is celebrating the, the holiday. I was like, okay, can I get a nitro pumpkin <laughs> cream grande? <laughs> oh my god yeah no i didn't really do anything and usually i like to have like karaoke and like sing some songs and go through my favorite beyonce moments but i didn't this year i just listened to a few jams and that was it good for you okay for us. happy b-day so this, so this game, game i didn't make it up um the game is actually um a game that I saw when I was watching The Real Housewives of Potomac. You, I love The Real Housewives like you love the Kardashians. So I saw it mm-hmm. and they played it at the table and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Maybe we can play this on a show. So it's really simple. You're just curious to know something. So we're going to each ask each other like two questions, I guess. Um, and we can ask about anything. So I'll start. Um, because okay. I've been wondering this and I brought it up the other day just a little bit, but I never really asked you about it. But I saw you tweet this on Twitter and I'm curious to know how the hell did the man end up tasting soy sauce from his balls? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that because that's just a I never did it. Oh. My friend Nay who told me about like a study. And then she was like, you should try it. I never actually tried it, oh, though. That's so just like a study say? that. What were they doing? It's something in it's something in soy sauce. Like it, it wasn't like a sex story. It was just like somebody was trying something out. I don't know all the details to it. I've never tried it, though. Mm-hmm. But like I did ask the dude that I'm fucking right now. Would he put his balls in some soy sauce? He said, absolutely not. But <laughs> I would like for somebody to try it. I want to know he look at if you it when works. He said that. When you asked him that. He was just like, what? (laughs) He was like, what? I was like, I just want to see if it works. Like, it doesn't even have to be anything sexual. I just want to know, are you really going to start tasting the salt? That's cool shit. Huh. I wonder why they even, like, did that experiment. I wonder, too. I'm sure it's Googleable. Yeah. Okay. I am curious to know... Do you regret having sex with Drea and a bae? That was not a bae. 
That was a fuck buddy. Uh, I didn't know what to call that nigga. Okay, well, <laughs> let the record state. Do I regret <laughs> it? Um, not really. Sometimes, uh, okay, I'm trying to tread lightly with the story. Maybe this would be a good uh, Patreon story. Um, I don't really have any regrets. But then afterwards, when she, I didn't feel different, but she later said that she did feel a little different. I still don't really know why, but it's like, well, I don't know. It's just kind of weird, but I don't regret it. Um, mm. I was about to say too much. Nope, don't regret it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm curious to know. Um, what am I curious to know? It's like I always have random things, and now I'm the one who came up with the shit and can't remember. Um, I'm curious <laughs> to know when. Let's see. When is the last time that you had sex with someone and regretted it and why? <laughs> I'm going to incriminate myself. Um, <laughs> you sounded like me, like, hold on, let me not say too, too much. Yeah. You can be um, vague. I don't need like a September 2nd at 10 p.m. <laughs> this year, last year. I Okay. I would say uh, last time I had sex and regretted it. It would be. Oh, oh, it would be. When did quarantine first happen? Was that March? Um, March, yes. April, May. So I would say this would probably be in May, the middle of May. Okay. And I regretted it because he was married. Oh, did you find out after? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> this needed to be a Patreon. I see why they would play this on uh, Atlanta Housewives. Well, it wasn't Atlanta. Something, it was I can Potomac, see where this could turn into. But yeah, like this could turn this could turn into a whole argument depending on who you're playing with. Yeah, like uh, one of the girls' husbands has been in the strip club, talk about he got a wife and a, a boyfriend, and they're curious to know, like, is that how y'all get that? I mean, it was it was good, but I was like, this could be good, and you could go deep, or you could just keep it light. Okay, do you have mm -hmm. a do you have another one for me? I do. Oh God! <laughs> I you put your drink down and everything. <laughs> I'm curious to know if you ever don't want to record cocktails. Yes, <laughs> there are many days where I feel like that, and honestly, the days when I feel like that the most. I think that it weighs on me so much that I try to like overcompensate. Now there's plenty of days where I'm sure you can look and tell that I don't really want to be here. And I try not to be like that because it's very unprofessional and I should not be that way. But sometimes, you know, the bad gets the best of me. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot of times when I don't feel like recording. I just, I just don't feel like it. And then sometimes it's like, 
you do all of this stuff and uh, work hard on this show to put out a show for people to enjoy. And then while I can handle a lot of the stuff that people say, the criticism and everything, sometimes people really piss me off. Like this is one example of somebody who pissed me off that I just saw either today or yesterday. So I feel like I know what you, what it's going to be. Somebody left a review. Because it pissed me off. On iTunes. Um, Apple podcast and they the star rating was good but they left a review saying that we have absolutely definitely sped up the audio lately and she feels like most of her podcasts have done the same thing and it something about it messes with the experience or whatever if you are listening to this episode ma'am please look at your app there's some numbers on there. Sometimes people accidentally push that. So if you have pushed that, it could speed it up or slow it down. And if it's happening on all of your podcast episodes, I'm sure that it's probably that. So like push that. But sometimes when people say stuff like that, it's like, girl, what that got to do with the show? You made a mistake or you're doing something that you're not supposed to or you made a uh, mistake why don't you look at that? Why would you leave that in the review? Why not send a message and ask us or something like that? It's like, that's not a review of the show, ma'am. I don't know. It just really annoyed me. And it's like little things like that. I just like, mm -hmm. girl. Ugh. But yeah, there's plenty of days where I don't want to record. And then other days, um, I'm excited to record. It just depends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was my two do questions. I don't, do you? Oh, no, that was my last <laughs> Okay. All right. So um, I was having a conversation with um, one of my girlfriends and she's dating this guy and um, they, they not done, you know, like when you are done with somebody, but you're not really done. So then you start doing all kinds of petty stuff mm -hmm. to get their attention or to piss them off or whatever the case may be. And we have been talking about it all weekend. So I was like, you know what, maybe this would be something good for us to talk about that we haven't talked about in a while, like breakups, being petty, mm -hmm. exes. Do you <clears throat> feel like um, when you're dating somebody and y'all call it quits or you're fighting or whatever, do you like try to purposely go out and date somebody else and like rub it in their face or try to like get that rebound person or, do, or are you the person that kind of stays to yourself? Mm, you know, the last couple of people that I've dated, it's been really like strong connections mm -hmm. and I've, I, it really gets me down when it, when a relationship doesn't work out, especially if we really cared about each other. I have to say the last nigga that broke up with me on my birthday, I still want that nigga back. And I don't, I never have tried to like get him back in a way mm -hmm. that would also upset him, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So the revenge thing, not that I've never done it, but right now that's not really what I'm mm -hmm. on. Like I don't be, I don't, first of all, I don't even know what I would do unless I'm the only revenge I can really think of is if I try to fuck with, with one of your niggas, like he's your homeboy or Have you, you he runs that? in the same circle. And you know, I'd be fucking with old niggas. <laughs> Have you done that before though? Like ever, what? like ever, like you were dating one guy, it didn't work out for whatever reason. And then you decided, okay, well, his friend is trying to talk to me. I'm going to see what's up. Knowing that it was his friend, not like where you find out oh, later. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? I I I have done that. It wasn't to be vengeful. Maybe a little piece of it was to be vengeful. <laughs> it was. But the crazy thing is that nigga recently during quarantine, he hit me up. Oh, really? And I went to go hang. 
Yeah, and it was crazy because this happened a while uh-huh. ago, like back when, like, like years ago, we were very wild. Yeah. And so, what happened when and he hit so, you? Yeah, he hit me up, and I did go kick it with him, and we had a really good time. And I brought up the situation because we grown now. Like, we need to talk about what's what's going on, and who you telling, and what you telling, and what we doing. We didn't have sex or anything mm-hmm. this time, <laughs> but like, and this is the friend you mentioned. He. This is the friend. Okay. And he, and the crazy thing is his friend that I started with, he wasn't shit. And the, the friend even, let's name him Brandon and Cole. Okay. So I met Brandon and that's how I met Cole. They were, you know, mm-hmm. and when I went to go hang out with Cole during quarantine, he was like, I know that nigga ain't shit. He was like, when you were dating <laughs> He didn't even deserve you. And he was like, I'm at a point in my life right now where like I'm doing what's good for me. I think you're cool as shit. I would love to get to know you and see where it goes. Mm. I respected that. <laughs> but when I first started kicking it with that nigga, it was very vengeful. It was like, and he taller than you, nigga, with your little ass. <laughs> I mean, what about you? Um, Have I done that on purpose? Let me think. Mm. I can really say that. I think that was my only time doing that on purpose. When you say on purpose. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that I have. Now I have hung out with the friends, but it was never like a dating thing. It was like, your friends fuck with me and I fuck with them. And just because we didn't work out doesn't mean that, um, we're not all still going to be friends. So I won't be your friend and you won't be invited, but, um, we're still all kicking it. Me and my friends and the other guys without you and, You'll just be okay. I know you're going to see it on Instagram and you're going to be pissed because I'm stupid a lot of times when it comes to men and you will be back in my life eventually. And then you're going to bring it up. And that's exactly what happened. Why were you out with my friend? Oh, I was just hanging out. It was no big deal. But yeah, I've done that. But it's just, and that was purposely to annoy him because I knew it would get under his skin. But I didn't date him because the, the friend that I was hanging out with the most, I knew that he liked me, but... I wanted the other nigga back. I don't know why. That was dumb, but I wanted him back. So I just, I wasn't going to cross that line. Mm-mm. What about like... It's funny that you said that because he, like, I also, with the dude that came back around, the friend, nothing happened with it because sometimes you do get in your mind and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. the, do you ever sometimes look at him and be like, okay, let's say this does, we do take each other seriously and we start dating. What are we going to tell people? Ain't nobody coming to the wedding. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, how would that work out? Like, imagine, I imagine yeah. stuff like that randomly. Nobody's going to be at the wedding. Everybody's going to be side-eyeing, y'all. Yeah. Like, when people end up leaving, like, a best friend for the girl, the the someone else's best. It's like, how do you even maneuver through life like that? Yeah, we all say things like, I don't care what people say. It's my happiness. But when it be shit like that, you do look at people like, bitch, would you do that to me? You took your whole best friend's husband. Oh, yeah. I definitely look at people like that. So... And I don't say, oh, it's all about my happiness. No, bitch, sometimes it's limits and you need to have some because I got some. So have some. Goddamn. <laughs> you can yeah. find happiness somewhere else. Maybe you should find your happiness inside. How about that? Oof. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, what is something, or I guess I should say, have you ever done anything like petty after a breakup? That you felt was petty. Absolutely. Like what? 
man. I have... <laughs> I'm trying to think about Carlos right now. Like, what the fuck did I do that was petty? Like, I... I I used to always try to go to Follies looking good as shit, and he wouldn't let me in. So that didn't really work out in my favor. But because, you know, Carlos used to work at Follies. Yeah. And that nigga would shut shit down. Like, I would try to go to all the clubs that I knew niggas was going to tell him that they saw me at. Mm -hmm. But it never really, I tried to be petty, but it didn't work in my favor because, yeah, I looked good. And yeah, they would say that, but then he'd be like, don't let her in. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> This is so oh. wrong, but okay. In college, I was dating this guy, and then um, we, I think, I think I must have broke up with him, probably for cheating or something. I don't know, but um, he ended up uh, getting what I thought was his ex girlfriend, but it wasn't his ex girlfriend. Um, he got her pregnant, and I was very upset. And so I made a grinder profile. Now I recognize that this is not okay, but this is what I did. I made a grinder profile with his information. And um I would when I was around people that I thought might know him, um I would open up the app. I didn't ever message anybody or anything, but it was there and it was running. So I shouldn't have done that, but I did. <laughs> and don't you feel dumb after you do it? You're kind of like, I can't think about it too long because I feel stupid. One time in college, there was a dude I was fucking with. He was so fine. Now he looks horrid. Um, but I was so sprung off him. And he had another girl in his room in the dorm. And you could see the girl in the dorm from the other side, like from the outside area, like the courtyard part. Mm -hmm. He had his window open. And so when he realized I could see him, he closed it. I go around, I pee in a cup, me and my friends, we pee in a cup and mixed our pee together and threw it under his door onto the carpet. Why? I don't remember whose idea it was, but they were like, since we can't, we tried to pour the pee in his, uh, in the, the, the gas tank, but he had one that you had to open from the inside. Mm -hmm. And so my friend Keisha was like, let's just go over to the front door and the, there was enough of a gap between the door and the floor that you could we just threw the piss under there <laughs> so when y'all niggas walk out and when that bitch comes out you're walking through my piss it was horrible and i like even now saying it i'm like i can't believe i did that that's disgusting that is disgusting um <laughs> i never did and one time <laughs> as we talk about it there's times one time i combed my hair mm -hmm. And I took all of my hair out of the comb and I put it in, in like different places in his bathroom, in the shower, on his clothes. So that when the girl, I knew he was dealing with another girl. And so that when she came over, mm. she'd be like, whose hair is this? And it was like, I mean, it was like chunks of hair that you can't deny. Somebody was here and she strategically put it in these places. And then I took my bathing suit off and put it in between the towels so that when they take the towels out, like hopefully she found it. I really wanted that bathing suit too. So I, that was dumb. But <laughs> I never did that. But one of my friends used to tell me she always used to leave bobby pins. So then I started leaving bobby pins places. I guess I thought I was marking my territory. Oh, to be young and dumb. Like, what's the bobby pin gonna do? The bitch is already there. She's not gonna leave. Like what? And then I have been the girl that has found another girl's stuff at a dude's house before. And then I'll ask, and then they give me some sorry ass excuse. But did I leave? Probably not. Knowing me, I can't remember exactly. Probably not. Like I remember one time I was at this guy's house 
it was here in Atlanta. Um, but this is before I lived here. I was just visiting him. He has some earrings like on his dresser and they were obvious. He wears earrings with like studs. They were obviously a girl's earrings. So I'm, um, I look at the earrings and I'm like, whose fucking earrings are these? And he tried to tell me that something about his mama left the, your mother. And then I didn't find him until after I had already fucked him. So at that point, yeah, I left. But I mean, I had already <laughs> been there to do what I needed to do. There was so much stuff. Then uh, he lied a lot. He used to tell me that this girl wasn't his girlfriend. And she absolutely was. And he'd be like, well, if I have a girlfriend, how am I able to come visit you in D.C. for like weeks at a time? I don't know. You're probably lying to her, too. Like you always do. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, and I, I used love to find when stuff. people try to. People be lying and try to sum up the lie. Like, how would that happen? Yeah, nigga, how would it? Because it did. <laughs> it absolutely did. That's a, like how, how, how? Just like this. I don't know. You tell. Pull up your phone. Let's see what you told her. And then that's how you have your answer. So many things. Have I'm, you ever been potty? Potty? Have you ever? <laughs> have you ever been petty? through the podcast have you ever sent somebody an subliminal uh, subliminal message through cocktails because you know somebody's listening is, is gonna go tell them mm, not so that somebody could go tell them but i feel like i've said some shady things about some of the men and it was really just to get it off my mm -hmm. chest i don't think that they would hear it and if they did fuck them <laughs> thank you i recently had somebody I wasn't even sending subliminal messages, but I recently had somebody listen to an episode and then run back and go talk shit about it to try to fuck my situation up. And I just thought what? that was so corny. So to whoever the bitch is that did it, fuck you. Like they went Get to the business. dude and tried to fuck up your situation Sen with a dude. Mm -hmm. Sent him the sent him the whole episode and then and the time marking. What the fuck? <laughs> How petty is that? <laughs> Like, what do you How get petty out is of that? that? I was like, so she wanted to fuck him. I don't really know what is going on. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm actually not trying to figure it out because I don't give a fuck. I just think it's crazy that people have that time on their hands. I don't think it's I, crazy I think that it's crazy. they have their time on their hands, but I think it's crazy that you would just even want to do that. Like, mm -hmm. girl, if he wanted to fuck you, he would fuck you. So you don't have to go fuck up somebody else's situation or whatever the case may be. I don't know. That's crazy. Um, Petty. What about like changing passwords to stuff like Netflix, Hulu, things like that? So it's, I don't know in what sense you mean that by, but one time I changed an ex's password on his email so he couldn't get, so he couldn't get me out of it. Like I knew his <laughs> password and I went in and girl, I can't even believe I did. This. That was I, it wasn't on his email. It was on his Instagram. It was on his Instagram. So I got in and was trying to get, I mean, he caught on to it because you know how they send you that. Like someone's trying, someone changed your password. Was it you? But I had at least four good solid minutes to get in that inbox. And mm -hmm. I fucking like, if you know your nigga's password and you need to get some information, go change it real quick. And then if that nigga don't check his email, you really good. Mm -hmm. That's the only time I did some shit like that. But like my exes that have the password, only one who has the passwords like Netflix and like Amazon Prime, they still, I haven't changed it. 
I um I don't give it to these niggas because uh, they're trash. Uh, mine, not all of you. Uh, some of you might have some good ones, but just mine. I'd be like, hell no. If anybody, uh, like, I'll give it to my girlfriends. Like, I can't tell you how many people have my Netflix, Hulu. I have Sling TV instead of regular cable. Like, I share it with everyone, mm. friend wise. Now these niggas, no. But I was talking to uh one of my guy friends, and he was dating this girl. And they have been done for quite some time, but he's like, he still liked her for a long time. And I think he still had hope that it was going to be something and it wasn't. And so then he's finally like trying to like move on. And I guess he was just in a pissed off mood. He changed his, uh, I don't know if it was Netflix or like something like that. He changed the password so that the girl couldn't have access to it anymore. He was like, enough is enough. I was like, this is this was enough. The Netflix. It was just so funny to me. But I was like, you're better than me because I would have been see, done it. If you don't want the person on your shit and they see, did you I wrong. I would get more pettier. I'm getting more pettier than that. Before I kick you out of the Netflix, I'm going to go. You know how everybody has their profile? I'm changing the name of the profile to bitch ass nigga. Or some, Ooh, that's some a good fuck idea. shit. So you can first. <laughs> that's a good idea. So they can see it first. <laughs> So you can see it first. I'm doing some shit like that, bro. Like I'm not just gonna kick you out. Like I still, I'm still paying the monthly bill. Like and quite frankly, when niggas ask me for my login, I'll be like, "How cheap are you?" Seriously, I went to watch a movie with a nigga the other day, and this nigga was streaming Black Panther. Just get Disney Plus, or ask somebody for their login. Ask somebody else for ask your nigga for his login. I just, bro, you streaming <laughs> LimeWire ads? And I just feel like there's so many services. I mean, I don't want to count other people's pockets, but it's like, come on. I feel like in my community of password sharers, somebody pays for something, and every like everybody mm-hmm. pays for something different. So somebody might have like all the fucking movie channels. So we use her account to make sure if it's one of those little movie channels that Selena is on, and we all want to watch it, we log into her shit. But mm-hmm. goddamn, and I don't like. For I just I don't know what it is. I don't like when guys ask me for the password so that they don't have to pay for some shit. If it, it makes cheap me as feel fuck weird, me, yeah. It's like why you don't have it, and I feel like why don't you have, it? especially if you have everything else nice, like you over here driving a Porsche and you asking me for my Disney Plus login. Like I mean, I'm probably gonna give it to you, but why? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, it's too many people. And then another thing, just if you are one of the people who is using somebody else's account, as long as there's enough profile space, make your own damn profile. I cannot stand when it's a service where you can make your profiles like um, Hulu and Netflix and people watch on your profile. So then when you try to go back to your show that you didn't finish, you got to figure out where it was. Where you was at. Or it starts fucking up your recommendations. My recommendations are curated for me and they're doing an excellent job. But when you come in and like Walker starts watching all these cartoons and shit, now it looks like PBS Kids. You have a profile. Please use it. I just had to share that. Please use your profile. Okay. And speaking of profiles, this is kind of off topic. Not really because it's still a profile. I also want people to know if you go out and like we're all sharing the Uber, don't nobody need to cash out nobody. You can share the Uber through the Uber app. You put everybody's phone number in there and it'll just split it. Something must have happened. Because niggas get drunk and forget to cash up you your money. And now you I got six Uber trucks on my account. Yeah. No, nigga, we splitting this now. Yeah. Or if it's like 
you're out of town and y'all are going to be going from place to place. We can all, we're all together the whole time. Let's alternate <laughs> turns on who's calling the Uber. Like you can't just yeah. look at me. Like when we were in DC, me and Tiffany were like, now wait a damn minute. <laughs> Hold on. And then it was like, it's like if you're the one who initiates the Uber from the night, everyone's like, you got the, no, nigga. Hi, potato. You're it. So <laughs> me and Tiffany are like calling the Ubers and Raven got in and another girls. I'm like, what's up? Like, what's going on? Like it, it did all of a sudden everybody Uber accounts don't work. It was just funny. And so like, I don't know my password or my card is no, no, now, no, say, no. Nobody left me hanging. I did get cash apps and everything later. So it wasn't like that, but I do know exactly what you're talking about and then it was just so funny because like maybe like the last day or the second to last day when one of the girls who hadn't called an uber the entire time she was the one who called it um she was like this says 29 dollars because we were very close but it, we had to use the trucks it was five of us and she's just like this mm -hmm. is 29 dollars and we're like yeah girl how much did you think these ubers been costing every time we go somewhere and so she made sure to let us know okay it's 29 dollars so that's gonna be xyz fees <laughs> And all I could do was laugh like, all right, girl, we didn't do you like that. But OK, you do know that you could just click in the app and it would be so much easier. But yeah, I've, a lot of people either act like they don't know that or they really don't know it. Yeah, I didn't know it for a while, but you can do that as long as everybody has. Uber. I guess if you don't use it often. <clears throat> you might not know. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, I feel you on that. Well, I let y'all know you're welcome. <laughs> Learn something new every girl. day. Um. What were you about to say? I was about to say, I don't know if we talked about this because we kind of got off topic. Have Because we kind of got off topic into the apps and stuff. But have you ever dated, I mean, fucked a friend's friend? Hmm? I mean, not a friend's friend, yo nigga's friend. Ever fucked my nigga's friend. Have you ever fucked yo nigga's friend? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. I haven't. Have you ever fucked Line Brothers? <laughs> no. Frat Brothers. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but Line Brothers, no, ma'am. Now, I have fucked a lot of the members of Kappa Alpha Psi, and I guess it's because I like pretty niggas. I don't know, but I fucked a whole lot of them. Um, but no, mm -mm. have you? I've spread it you out. Spread it the out. Kappas. I spread out the Kappas. I've got. I've gotten a couple alphas that know each other. I think I've done and, one um, or two alphas. No cues. No, uh, what's the other ones? No Sigmas. No, I did fuck I've a Sigma. Like I forgot. I forgot. Ooh. Maybe that'll be my cocktail. Let Ooh. me write it down. <laughs> he must have been up north. He was because, here. You know, the Sigmas normally are not who's popping. They're not. I didn't know he was a Sigma <laughs> until later, but it was here in Atlanta. And I did not know he was a Sigma until the next morning. Yeah, that'll be my cocktail. The time I fucked a Sigma. Oof. Not one of my proudest oh, moments. I, <laughs> I've let several Omegas indulge in my vagina. Mm -hmm. I have, I have. But they always just be, them niggas be big. I'd be like, I don't think I want to like let ones. you lay on oh, top of well, me. Yeah, he would like to make it out alive. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be big and sloppy, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, some of them are a little sloppy sometimes. Um, we had some fine ones. I wish I could remember this man's name, but he was like, he was tall. He had some tattoos. This was in college. He was probably like a senior when I was a freshman. He had locks. He was just fine. Ooh, that man was fine. Oof. 
Mm-mm-mm. But okay, so I asked <laughs> I you if you ever back. fucked niggas that was friends, but ha- you you fucked niggas that have known each other, right? Um, I'm sure, but I don't think they were friends. Like they don't hang out together. Maybe um, they would say what's up across the way in the club, but like I've never seen them like mm-hmm. actually together. Mm. Yeah, mm-mm. I've been I've been okay in that regard. A lot of times, the niggas that I have fucked or really fucked with, their friends are lame as hell, and I just can't. And I think that that's probably the only reason why um, they have no good options. But maybe if they had some good options, it might have happened. <laughs> I remember one time my sister was trying to surprise me and she was having a party and she, this was a while ago and she invited the dude I was dating, but I was also dating another dude. And I had invited that dude cause he lived in Texas in my hometown and the other dude mm-hmm. lived in Houston and she invited him and mm-hmm. it was a surprise. And then both of my niggas was there and I had to introduce <laughs> them to each other. Oh and yeah. I, I remember like, you telling Thanks, me about Mac. that. Oh jeez, Uh, uh, that's funny though. Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, doing it for the gram. Yes. Okay. Doing so the, what for the gram? This is the other thing. Okay. And most of this is based off of the weekend conversations that I've had with my girls and my guys. So do you ever like purposely start posting a whole bunch of pictures, a whole bunch of stuff on your stories, like looking good as fuck, probably to make somebody jealous or just to see if they're still watching Cause there have been, I asked because there have been so many times with my friends and I see it happen with a lot of people. It's like, they'll be dating somebody, nigga pisses them off. Okay. They not talking to him or maybe they're just fighting and they have put them in timeout or whatever, but it's like, okay, you want to do you, I'm going to do me. And I noticed their pictures get upgraded. They are really posting consistently. And it's like, okay, then when we're talking, it's like, yeah, he's still looking at my shit. He hit me up today. He said he misses me. And it's like, you're still ignoring him, but you're doing this because you want to get a reaction. Yeah, mine isn't uh, like fine ass pictures or Mm -hmm. like of just like the looks. It'll be me acting like I'm about to really come out with some big news and (laughs) (laughs) like oh my god i can't wait until monday to tell you guys about what i've been working on (laughs) it'll be some shit like that like i have some life-changing news and i do that because i know he's gonna hit me up like oh i see you doing big things like what you got coming (laughs) i know and then i'm just like oh it's just some stuff i can't talk about it yet (laughs) that's what i fucking do that's That's what i do i'll be like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah nigga you missed out. I'm about to be <laughs> do stuff like that, or I will um, go out and be super flirty mm. and, and put it on my Instagram. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, and even sometimes that shit don't work for me because I remember I was doing that with Carlos, and then that's when that nigga blocked me. It was like he. I remember he commented on one of my things. He's like, "You like a hoe?" <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> and that's when we blocked each other. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, it's probably probably yeah. for the best. I think that what I do is I try to seem as unbothered by it as possible, even though I'm bothered as fuck. So I will purposely refrain from posting any meme to where he could 
think that I'm sending a subliminal message. Like I, like I post shit like mm. that all the time, and y'all know I ain't got no love life. But I find the shit funny. It's entertaining stuff about <laughs> oh, I'm not talking to you tonight. I'm doing me or whatever the shit may say. I love that new page, bitches be hoes. Okay, that is my favorite Instagram account right now because the stuff is so funny. Um, I be wanting to relate, and some stuff I can relate to, but like ain't shit popping off right now. But if I was dating somebody and we're fighting. I'm not going to post anything like that. I'm just going to keep carrying on. Um, I might even post some pictures smiling. I'm just going to, I will talk about like, oh, I can't wait to record this episode of cocktails. Cocktails is doing so good. Um, just like, I am going to look happy. Nobody is going to know anything mm -hmm. that's going on. You are going to keep watching because you want to see me have a breakdown and you want to see me go off and it's not going to happen. It's not. I'm not giving you any reaction. You can try and do things to piss me off. I will be pissed. You will succeed in that. But I'm not going to flip out on Instagram unless I get too drunk one night. But that hasn't happened in a I while. I was just about to say, don't you hate it when the drunk nights get the best yes. of you? And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, I was in my feelings. I just did, all <laughs> I just did a whole live <laughs> about this nigga. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Definitely done that. Ooh, I hate that. Ooh, 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 ooh. That Feelings is the worst. can really get you, especially if you're not over someone. I recently got a little tipsy and I hit up 6A Bay mm -hmm. and I, a very long time, not a very long time ago, obviously, but like a <laughs> minute ago when this, when him and I were on good terms, he told me to send him a Bay buy list. And a Bay buy list is basically like exactly what it says, like things you want your Bay to buy you, all types of things. There's no restrictions. You just put them on there so he can pick from them when he wants to get you something and not always have to ask. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I made the Bay buy list. And on that list, it said six, eight bays, baby, uh, princess cut size six and three quarters from Tiffany's, uh, some type of Louis tote and something else. And so I recently got tipsy and I sent it's in my notes still. And I was like, remember when you told me to make you a bay buy list? And I like sent it to him. And it, I, when I tell you, I was like, why the fuck did I do that? Why the fuck did I do that? Maybe subconsciously my mind is like helping me and maybe he's still going to pick some of those things <laughs> off that list because my birthday is coming up and he's going to be like, dang, I really fucked her birthday up last year. Oh, true. Let me get her one of these things. And it ain't going to be the baby because he got a vasectomy. It ain't going to be the ring because he don't fuck with me no more. But it could be one of them bags. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was definitely tipsy and embarrassed. I was like, Did fuck. he respond? <sighs> he did. He was like, I mean, he didn't respond embarrassing me. He was just like, I do remember. That's a pretty good list. Well, nigga, you ain't getting nothing off of it. So what the fuck you make me make it for? That would have made me mad all over again in the morning. Not only am I embarrassed, but I still ain't got the shit off the list that you told me to make. Like, what? Mm -mm, yeah. No, but yeah, I've done. I hate when um I'm drunk and I'm not over somebody, and then I start sending these long messages or these just drunken texts, missing them and shit. It's like, bitch, why are you being so weak right now? Snap out of it. Go have a yeah. shot of whiskey and fix yourself up. Go to the gym. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that would be the productive <laughs> thing to do. Oh, my God. Uh, when my friend got here, she was like, so tell me, catch me up on everything. What's going on in your love life? I was like, I don't have one. She was like, what you mean? You ain't been fucking? I said, I've been fucking, but I don't have a love life. Like, that's different. And so she's like, oh, well, we're going out this weekend. We're building our phones up. I said, bitch, 
first of all, no, um, I'm not going out with you. But do you um, do you like to like try and get like a bunch of new guys to entertain you maybe while you're upset with somebody else? Or do you like go back in your contacts and start hitting up niggas that you were really fucking with before that just, you know, kind of fizzled out once you got more serious with a man that you like? You know, it's hard for me to really know what I do because (laughs) I'm not going to lie, Kiki. I be hollering at niggas left and right all the time, even if I do have a nigga. So it's like sometimes I just do it. It's just like consistent. You keep your phone built up. Yeah, it's nothing new. (laughs) Yeah, like when when Hannah and I was walking around this uh, yesterday, she was looking at me like, you are really talking to everybody. I like talking to niggas. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I like attention. I like if I see you looking at me in a sexual way or like you're an interested type of way and I'm attracted to you. Now, if I'm not attracted to you, that's one thing. But if I'm attracted to you, I sure am going to talk to you. I'm not married. So it's like I never want to pass up an opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) And that's truly how I feel. So I stay getting niggas numbers. (laughs) That's what my mama always says. You single until you're married. Yeah. And honestly, the dude that I'm dealing with right now, we can't really, we don't, it's like a situation where I can't really talk much about him. And so since he is like that, I'm like, I'm going to be talking to other niggas then because I got to talk about somebody. We got a whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So... My nigga. <laughs> Something's got to give. But what about you? Do you try to like overcompensate with no, niggas when you're trying to get over I don't. Um, I kind of become a hermit. I don't, I've never, ever been good at like juggling a bunch of men. That's why my phone be dry as fuck. That's why I have these long droughts. That's why I be fucking my friends. Because I really and truly <laughs> do not date much. And I think when I say that, people will be like, oh, that's not true. But then like when I'm talking to my friends, I'm like, bitch, who is the last person that I told you I really liked? Exactly. It does not happen often. <laughs> Even like... No, n- you had a boyfriend. Now we don't know who this mysterious man was. Yeah, I did. And I told y'all some things about him. I actually told you who it was. And I think you were just drunk and forgot. But we had a whole conversation about it. And so every time you asked me after that, I just thought it was funny because it's like we had a conversation about it. And <laughs> your ass don't remember. So I'm not telling you. But anyway... No, okay, but that person wasn't like a new person. I had already known him, but I, it's gaps. Like, okay, after him, and even um, I was talking to another friend the other day, and I was like, I really be fucking people for long periods of time, and I don't know why. I have not had sex with a new person in two years. And I just realized that the other day when I was trying to think about it, I was like, everybody I fucked this year, I mean, besides Drea and the other girl I had the threesome with in Houston, I don't really be counting the girls, but everybody I've had sex with this year, I'd had sex with before, before two years ago. The newest person was the guy who came on the show, that guy that I fucked. Wow. Yeah. And that was like two years ago, I think was the first time I fucked him and I was fucking him this year too. Uh, But yeah, I don't, it's like I'll fuck somebody and I'll just fuck them for a really long time. Um, Yeah. I don't know. And I don't, I don't really go out a whole lot anymore. I think we went out so much. Like when we were younger, I personally got burnt out. 
okay hey <laughs> like mm-hmm. i used to and then the online dating i try the dating apps all the time like i have all these notifications going off on my phone like hey such however many people like you you miss every shot that you don't take because i forget to go back on the app to like communicate with the people Same. especially on bumble and then like this year i ain't been going nowhere the grocery store out to eat and then you don't want to get too close to people well i don't want to get too close to people and i look at people crazy when they get too close to me like back the fuck up feed my six feet Mm. so yeah anyway i don't i don't try to like get a whole bunch of new niggas i just be sad for a while and then eventually i get over it and then i download the dating apps and then i try to find somebody on there and then i forget and then it's just like until i randomly meet another person so i don't know we'll see what happens next year maybe i'll turn over a new leaf it's not happening right now not in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> I've been meeting a whole lot of niggas during this pandemic. You and sure I, have. I, quite frankly, I just want to, I just want to take the time out to say thank you, God, for not giving me COVID. Yeah, thank goodness, because that would not be good. But yeah, no, I don't be trying to build my phone up. I'm not gonna text half of them back anyway. I'm gonna pick the one that I like, <laughs> or maybe the two, and try that out. And that's going to be that. I feel you on that. I love niggas. Um, how do exes or ex-bays or people you used to fuck with end up coming back? Usually they call me. Into your life. <laughs> Usually they call me. I mean, that's, I'm just saying, like, I just be like, oh, I miss you too. Like, let's just talk about it a little bit. And then we can just like move on because enough time has passed and we can just start over. That's dumb as fuck. I do not advise any of you guys to do this. Um, But yeah, that's usually what happens. Or they'll try like some grand gesture. I usually run into them somewhere. They try to do something super nice. Maybe get me a gift or something. And they just start calling me and they tell me like how much they miss me. Blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of bullshit. But that's, Mm -hmm. that's how it goes. I had a nigga recently... And he has been trying to come back. And sometimes I just let niggas just keep trying because I want you to realize what your flaw is. Because I just sometimes want people to, you know, sometimes you tell somebody, say what you just said out loud to me. Say it again. Like reread that text message to yourself. Mm -hmm. He, this nigga, I used to really like him. I really did. And this was before uh, he used to play football. Mm And he was in the NFL Mm -hmm. and he was a really good player. He got hurt and he had to change the whole course of his career had to change Mm -hmm. and he had to adjust to that. He had bought his mama a house, I think sister. I mean, he was always spending money. The shit had to change. And I still fucked with him through that because he was a good Mm -hmm. person and he was nice and I liked him. He started treating me like shit, just like ignoring me. And now that I'm looking back at it, he was just going through something because I feel like that's very hard to adjust to figuring out a whole new career path when you had it all Mm -hmm. planned out. And so even still, I was like, cool, like, I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to keep fucking with you. I didn't really have a lot going on for me at the time. I was just kind of in my lost phase. This is when I was working in the club and something changed in me and everything changed. I'm doing I'm doing better in life. I have my own business. I'm doing voiceover. This nigga starts creeping back in. He sees that I'm doing good and he just creeps back in without acknowledging that you did me dirty. I'm not opposed to letting niggas back in. But what you're not going to do is like, if you, especially if you did me dirty, my nigga, we got to talk about it. So he hits me up recently of the many times and I just don't be saying nothing. He's like, hey, I would really love to see you and take you out. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. You know, sometimes when people say that and you've had a past, you're like, 
okay, you're saying that, but like, I'm more about action. You, if anything, you have a lot to prove. He goes, these are my free days. I'm normally free on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And I just crack. I sent the laughing face. He said, what's funny about that? Because why are you sending me your free days? You should ask me what mine are. Right. And then you plan something. My nigga, you just keep fucking up. Get out of my DMs. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We're not hanging out. That's annoying. A shit. As shit. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, sometimes I wonder. The comeback niggas don't normally make a good comeback with Yeah, it's me. very, uh, it's very rare. Actually, I don't know why I'm saying it's rare. They don't make a good comeback. Like, I don't know anybody <laughs> who has successfully come back because here I am. With my drawers full of sex toys. Nobody's comeback has ever been good. And some of them, it was like fun for a while. And then it was over. Just like that. And another thing, another thing I will say is like, niggas don't normally have a lot of time to come back to me because I'm not gonna like, I know I'll be telling y'all I'll be sad and I'll be crying, but I move on very quickly <laughs> as well. So usually though, <laughs> Nigga, you got about a three month window usually for me when they come back it's like a lot of time has passed which is how they trick me because i'm like okay we have both like probably grown and then it usually ends up being well i grew you're the same you just tricked mm -hmm. me because i guess you recognize <laughs> that i grew and you know that you should have grew up but you're still immature you're still trifling you're still on the same old shit why did I waste my time? I don't know. But yeah, mm -mm. I'm trying to think if there's anybody I would want back at this point in my life that I've dated. I mean, I know that I still want 6 8 mm -hmm. Bay back. I'm not going to lie. Like I, but I mean, it's never going to happen, but I do. If, if like everything could align and it could be how I want it, I would definitely be like, I would hop, skip and jump. <laughs> I think. Um, I don't know who I would hop, skip, and jump to. Probably nobody. But if I had to pick any of the guys I've dated before, it would be a guy. Um, I can't say his name. This Jamaican man I was dating that lives here, mm -hmm. lived here. I don't know where he lives now. Probably still here. Um, because he was probably the best one. We had some good times mm -hmm. together. So if he came back and had made some necessary changes, um, I'd take it back probably even without the necessary changes and just give him a good three month run too <laughs> and call it a day <laughs> it's hard out here dating it is especially when you don't do the shit it's even harder but you know whatever um, like I said maybe next year will be different who knows maybe I'll meet somebody at Publix tomorrow <laughs> Maybe, Sean said it was a bunch we'll of fun. Maybe we'll both be getting married this time next year. Hmm? Maybe we'll both be getting married this time next year. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a glitch or something. No, I heard you. Uh, I mean, maybe that wouldn't that be crazy? That would be like such a drastic change of events. Let me ask hmm. you this: If our fans were like. We want you guys to like, you know, live stream your wedding. Would you no. do that? First of all, <laughs> y'all probably not going to know that I'm married until I'm married. You're not going to, I'm probably not going to, you'll see a wedding post and it might be the back of my husband's head. I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I feel like if I get married, 
that's something that's so personal. I don't want y'all trying to psychoanalyze my relationship. I don't want y'all hunting for him on Instagram to bring me dirt, um, to tell me whose pictures he was like. Just like I think about all of the things that happen with people um, when they share so much Mm -hmm. or share anything about their relationship really online. People always have something to say that is going to piss me off. And I would just rather not. One thing that I will say about our listeners and our fans that I really do appreciate is even though every now and again, we we do get a couple of mean comments or comments where you're just like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Most of them, they'd be, they'd be some down ass, riding ass listeners. Yeah, that's the fans. people who like, like us. I, even there's a girl that I met. They really like us. Like it's not, and so when I look at some of the other podcasts and I'd be reading what people say about them, I'd be like, how do y'all read these comments i wouldn't be able to read them like i dare not go on lipstick alley i can't i don't even want to i feel like that's the mean street i don't want to that's the mean alley i'm like i'm not even gonna go read that but apple podcast reviews i can listen to those i can read them and every now and again there's some Mm -hmm. mean ones but i wanted to shout out there was a girl that i ran into uh and she was super dope and it was crazy because she was actually listening to our Mm -hmm. show when she got in the elevator with me and so she was looking at her phone and she kept looking at me and i was talking to somebody else and i was like <laughs> and then she like showed me her phone and she was listening at it she was like oh my god I was like, oh my god that's so cool her name was deidre i wanted hey, to shout deidre out girl. deidre and then hey girl thank you for listening and then there was another girl her name was jessica mm-hmm. Girl, I was at Windsor getting a dress for this wedding I got to go to mm-hmm. next weekend. And there were, you know how they got the Corona line. You can't go in, even though it don't make no goddamn sense. We all walking in the mall together, but then we got to wait in line and go into the store. She let me skip the line. She said, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> Girl, she let me skip the Corona line. I said, thank you, Jessica. So shout out to Jessica. Y'all some writers. I really appreciate our fans. They're like our friends. Like, it's cool. It's dope as yeah, shit. There are a lot of people that support us. And like, uh, I hate to let the negative overshadow that, but that is something that I think about because it's not the people that necessarily listen to the show. Sometimes people just, they want to be mean on the internet. There are so mm-hmm. many trolls. Like they might not even fucking listen to the show. They could just, who knows? I just, I don't care to have it out there. Yeah. And I feel like when you share stuff, like you open it up to that. And I'm good. But, you know, if mm-hmm. I get married next year, maybe I'll just be so damn excited. I'm going to want to shout it from the rooftop. Who knows? I don't really see that happening. Um, last time I got that excited. Would you share your honeymoon as a cocktail? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't say things like this often, but I think I would consult my husband. <laughs> And ask him actually how he felt about it, and then I would think about how and maybe I y'all would felt share it, it together. Huh? Maybe y'all would share it. No, together. that's not where I was going. And then maybe I would share oh. the story if he was okay with it, and then I felt comfortable. But probably not. Maybe I wouldn't share like the wedding night, but I might share mm-hmm. something along the honeymoon or something. I don't know. I do wonder, like, if we got married, what would we dope. share? I do too. I wonder too. Cause I'm like, you're saying that about like, if you got married, no one would know you had a husband. <laughs> I always say if I had a kid, nobody would know I had a kid until the child's like 12. And I just pop up like this little girl and I'm kissing her forehead. Everybody's like, who's that little girl? Medina's always like, oh, y'all had a baby. <laughs> I, mean, I had a baby like over 10 years ago. Where you been? Duh. Yeah, she grown. Mm-hmm. About to make me some pancakes for breakfast. Um. <laughs> How do you really know when you're done, Kiki? You're done. You're for real, for real done. Ain't no coming back. You're done with that nigga. When he does something and I don't even like really react to it 
or like he hits me up, I don't get excited about it. Just, Mm -hmm. I just really like feel numb to him, his antics, his feelings. I'm not thinking about him. That's when I know, oh, bitch, you're really over this shit. Like you don't care. You can get mad. We can have a fight Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, fuck you, don't talk to me again. And then when he really doesn't talk to me again, if I'm not over, I'm be like, when is he going to call me? Like, I know that's what I said, but he should know that's not what I meant. But if mm-hmm. I don't feel like that, it's like, oh, I'm over it. I don't care. Now let's turn on the yeah. housewives <laughs> and move on about my day. It's- How do you know when you're really done? I think I know that I'm really done because, like, I don't. I'm big on like checking up on you and making sure you're still good and alive and telling you happy birthday on your birthdays. Like this is weird because I still will. I think I recently stopped telling Skylar happy birthday. Like when I say recently, like in the past couple of Mm -hmm. years, like when I stopped doing stuff like that, it's like, I truly am done. If I'm not checking on your ass, Mm -hmm. I sincerely don't care because I am one of those people where it's just like, how you doing? Like, have you been good through Corona? Are you good? When I stop doing that, a bitch done moved on. Or when I get on the phone with you, if we do talk and you call and I'm telling you about the new niggas that I'm talking about and there's like no censor. <laughs> and I'm just telling you, I'm telling you the cocktails. Like, I don't even give a fuck what you think, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> I mean, that is a, a good way to realize it. I don't know what's been going on, but like all these guys from like, college even this one nigga i forgot about him that um he was actually the first person to eat my pussy in high school he messaged me on facebook and i was like what do you want i definitely thought you were in prison um and he was like i just want to catch up catch up bitch i have lived i was 15 or 16 when i met you i guess like 16 i'm twice that age now Move on. We ain't got nothing to catch up on. Nothing. We really shouldn't have been dealing with each other then. That was dumb. I guess I just wanted to try out a bad boy. I was I was horny. I was a horny little girl. I was a horny little girl too. I recently ran into a bunch of people from college this past weekend because one of my neighbors had like a bunch of his pro fights over and they were at the pool mm-hmm. and I was at the pool and I ran into just a bunch of people that I haven't seen in years. Like in years. And like we were just like talking about school and reminiscing and everybody was like explaining to the, some of the younger guys like, oh, Eric, Medina was bad in high school. Like everybody wanted to talk to her. She wouldn't talk to nobody though because she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is I was like, it's not that I was this untouchable, majestic creature. I like old niggas. <laughs> I just went like, if y'all had been a little older, y'all could have maybe smashed on me, but it just, it just wasn't going to happen. But the, the, the college niggas have been trying to come through hard lately. I'm like, oh, what y'all trying to do? But it's not, it won't happen. Oh. <laughs> I like my niggas old. So they were in college when you were in college. They're like your age. Yes. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. mm, hmm. I don't, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody that I went to college with that I would want. Maybe if they were a little older, yeah. not too much older, but a little older. Yeah. I don't know. I might be lying. Who knows? We'll have to see him. Yeah. I wish there was homecoming because I really had every intention to go to DC this year. It's not happening. Homecoming's canceled. Better yet, next Dang. year. Mm-mm-mm. 
next year. Well, I guess we've been talking a long time. I guess we can. Uh, we have. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've had an episode with just us two. Um, I guess we can go ahead and move on to Indecisive Diane and then get into this advice. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? So this week, I ventured to a side of town I don't really frequent. And I wish I did. I went to this place. It's called Fin and Feathers. The guys don't really have a lot of money there, but they spend what they got. Here's the address. It's 360 Edgewood Ave, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. Go there, try it out. Have some fun. Mmm. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane. And now we're going to move on to one of my personal favorite parts of the episode, advice. I'd be loving to hear what y'all need advice on. You got anything pulled up, Kiki? I did, but it closed. Do you have yours up? Yeah, I have mine up. Let me okay. pull it a little closer. I need to get a stronger uh, vision, whatever it's called on my glasses, bitch. It's just getting worse. I got my glasses on and I can't see. Okay. This one says in the subject line, age ain't nothing but a number, right? Please don't put my name in it, LOL. I love when people say that. Y'all, we not ever going to put your name in it. Ain't nobody trying to get, I don't know if you can get in trouble, but ain't nobody trying to embarrass nobody. Okay. Hey, girls. Hope you're doing good. Y'all talked about age difference a couple of episodes ago, and it got me thinking. So I'm an 18-year-old girl, no experience when it comes to boys or men, really, this guy at my job decided to ask for my number and we started talking. I had the feeling he was older than me and I didn't know if he knew I was younger. After a while talking, after a while of us talking, I asked how old he is and he said 26. That nigga is not old. And that could be my sugar daddy as a joke. Mm, and that he could be my sugar daddy as a joke. Didn't really find the joke funny and it was kind of out of character. But anyways, girls, I'm desperate. I need some experience, some dick perhaps. Is the age difference weird? What do I do? Please help a girl out. I'm also not planning to get into a relationship with this guy. I'm sure he's not planning to get in a relationship <laughs> with you either, baby girl. Um, I do wonder if you are 18 in high school or 18 in college. I think it makes a difference. Um... I think, I don't know what she wants experiencing. I don't know if it's just in fucking and dating men in general. With older men. Or what. I don't think you should do it with this guy. The tone of your email kind of seems like you already felt uncomfortable. You feel like this man has a huge age difference. And 26 to 18, while the number isn't that huge, like... I'm thinking about how I was when I was 18 versus how I was when I was 26. It's so different. And you're inexperienced. I would say don't do that. And then he's talking about being a sugar daddy. He probably ain't got no money. The most he's probably going to do is pay your phone bill. Like, girl, no. 
Yeah, he's 26. I'm not sure what sugar daddy is that young. Yeah, like, like no. First he of sounds all, a little creepy. You're a daddy. I think that, yeah. um, but getting more dating experience and all of that, that I understand. I think you just need to find somebody closer to your age that's more your speed, maybe slightly more mm -hmm. experienced, but not way more experienced than you because um, I'll be honest, you might be a little naive and it's because of your lack of experience and I could just see them easily taking advantage of you. So like find somebody else closer to your age with less dating experience, just a little bit. You know, and the older experience isn't for everybody. Like when I was in high school and we did an episode about this and people were like, oh, well, that you should that was too old. But I was always comfortable with older men. Everybody's not like that. Like he said, you sound a little bit uneasy about this. And I feel like if you feel like that with the whole age different thing, age difference thing, just don't do it. Find somebody closer to your age. And if you do happen to meet somebody one day that's a little bit older than you and you feel comfortable with it, you will know that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Go with your gut, girl. Okay. Yeah. Next one. This says T stands for trash. Uh oh. Hey, ladies. Mm. Semi new listener, and I love y'all. I put all my clients onto your show. Well, thank you. I wonder what you do to Thanks, where you can girl. tell your clients about this. Probably hair. And I know. And what's something. the service? I mean, do you do you do okay. the under eye bags? Because I'll go. Girl. <laughs> Okay, so last year I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship and I was hanging out with friends more. My best friend had befriended her coworker. Let's call her C. And they have always they were always hanging out now, so eventually she became someone I was hanging out with often. So one day, I got a link to both of them after work for a smoke session and there's some guy there. Let's call him T. I've been around him mostly on social. I've seen him around mostly on social media, but never met him in person. We all smoked and had great conversations. During that conversation, he made it clear that he found me attractive and was low key flirting with me in front of both of the other ladies. You know, later on, he proceeded to slide in my DMs and continue our conversation there. He was cool at first, but not fuckable in my eyes. We're the same height, 5'8", and that's a turn off for me. I feel you. Um, anyway, I know for a fact he's not messing with my best friend. And to my knowledge, this other girl had a whole boyfriend. So I just thought he was a homeboy. Wrong. Next day, I linked C for a smoke session. And it was just us this time. I bring up how fun the previous night was. And she pre proceeds to tell me, by the way, I'm fucking T. Yeah, I heard him flirting with you yesterday. I was honestly surprised and told her I get bro and sis vibes from you too. And she says, good. That's how she wants it. <laughs> She's a sneaky one. I kept our little DM exchanges to myself. It was super innocent at first. Girl. It was when he kept asking for my number to see me that I said, I don't think C would appreciate that. His response was, I didn't know a grown ass woman needed permission to hang with someone. Plus she has a boyfriend. Y'all, she sounded like trash too. <laughs> Y'all, that's all the convincing my lonely ass needed. I was home alone and on my second Patron Margarita. He pulled up and I joined him in his car. I knew I wasn't attracted to him, but the way he was so attracted to me kind of turned me on. He couldn't look me in the eye because he said it was intimidating. I thought that was so cute with his short ass. I offered him a drink and he accepted. So we went inside for me to make one. I feel like I'm having this super, I feel like I'm making this super long. So I'll cut to the chase. Thanks. He literally begged to eat my pussy. I said no at first, but like my good sis Nicki Minaj said, fuck, I look like turning down some head. That's sort of like 
a bird turning down some bread. I accepted and wasn't <laughs> impressed. Damn. So you let this nigga eat your pussy and he didn't even do it right. Mm-mm-mm. And you're about to lose your friend. Not one bit. And you know he asked to fuck. Laughing my ass off. Absolutely not. I decided, yeah, I'm definitely not entertaining this nonsense. So started acting dry towards his messages. Do you know this nigga went back and told C that I wasn't ready to give it up? I was livid when she told me this. So I hit her with the truth. This nigga bed to slurp my juices. Fuck out of here. At first, she acted like she didn't care, but stopped talking to me and continued fucking tea. I know this because my best friend told me this is a very messy group of folks. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that part wouldn't matter as much if he wasn't talking shit about her to me. I used her as an excuse to why I didn't want to explore anything further with him when it was really because his head was trash. He said she was sloppy and smelled musty all the time and that he kept coming back because her head was a one. After he lied on me, I told her all the foul shit he said. And this bitch is still fucking him shaking my head. I guess my question is, yeah, because I was wondering, like, what's going on? Because I'm confused. I thought this, like, I'm confused. Okay, I guess my question is, am I wrong? My best friend wants me to mend our friendship, but I can care less, to be honest. She was the loud, broke friend I didn't like hanging with anyway. Well, damn. This man was trash talking. Loud, broke friend? Mm-hmm. This man was trash talking you to get to me, and I told you about it, but you cut me off. All I did was get some whack-ass head. Hope y'all read this on the show, and I'd love to hear what you think. I added a picture since everyone else does. <laughs> love y'all. She sure did add her y'all, picture. Y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I First of all, I feel like... You are in the wrong, sis. Like, he wasn't your dick. He was C's dick, right? Right. I feel like... I mean, you you never had no business fucking the nigga. He may have gave you brother and sister vibes, but you should have known that your friend was a cheater. Um, I feel like that's something... The way that this story made it through the grapevine, I feel like that's something that um, you would have known. But maybe you didn't. Either way... I don't see why you would fuck with him. And then I know that you felt something because you were talking about keeping the DMs to yourself. She told you from the beginning, like, I want it to look like we're brother and sister, but I'm fucking him. So you knew what was up. And that's how most brother sister situations goes. The play brother sister when people are like, he like my brother, she's like my sister. I have learned that most of the time the two people saying those things are have some type of attraction to each other. Someone can prove me wrong if they'd like to. I don't know who can. I would love to see it. Um and mm-hmm. I'd be telling people, don't even play that brother and sister thing. Cause if I suck your dick, you're not my don't bro. Play it. Okay. Don't do it. I'm not Auntie Kiki to your kids. None of that. I don't play that. Uh mm Nope. I can be the mm-hmm. homie though. <laughs> But yeah, girl, you were wrong. And you know it. Yep. You were wrong. You're wrong. Um, and if you don't, but don't mend the friendship because you already said some like fucked up shit about this girl. Like, just leave it be, move on with your life and just don't let it happen again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was that. Do you want, do you want to read another one? Sure. No. You, you do? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure we have enough. Well, do we have enough? We don't oh, yeah, have we to. Do. Okay. okay. Oh, wait, no. Is that a... Okay, yeah, because this one seems a little time sensitive and it's cute. 
Okay. Surprise for my lover. Hey, ladies. I just recently found your show from hearing Medina on Horrible Decisions and Kiki on the Period Sis podcast. I absolutely love your shows and I've been listening every day. Anyways, here's my question. My man is out of town for a few weeks and I want to make him his welcome home extra special. I am super romantic. I am a super romantic Libra like Medina, LOL. Oh, girl. So I love going all out. I have a few ideas. For example, cooking his fave dinner, wearing some cute lingerie, or maybe invite a woman over we've hooked up with before if she's down. I don't know. I want to do something that would absolutely blow his mind. I feel like we're so sexually open and explorative that we've done just about everything. So sometimes I have a hard time thinking of ideas. Do you all have any suggestions on how I can make him feel extra special and get extra freaky when we finally get to see each other? If so, your girl would greatly appreciate it. Below is my man and I. Sincerely, Lover Girl Libra. And Lover Girl Libra, you is fine. Did you see her picture? No, I'm about to pull it she's up. She's cute and her dude is cute. He looks like he's tall, but she's really pretty. Oh, yeah. He does. He looks, um, never mind. <laughs> he looks kind of familiar at first. I was like, um, I have That's a That's what I was about to say. Before, I was like, never was, mind. I don't want her. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking real. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, it is interesting. Like that's a good question because when you do, when you are so open with mm-hmm. your partner, y'all, ha- y'all both some freaks. You've done everything. It is kind of hard to surprise them. Yeah, um, I, I personally think it would be. Cu- I-, I think it would be cute to do a maybe a tease video, and if he if if he's okay with this, and you've done stuff with other people before, then hopefully he would like this. I feel like when it's closer to him getting home, send him maybe like a video a day. Like maybe three nights before he's coming home, send mm-hmm. him a video of maybe you dancing, send him a video of you with a girl, send mm-hmm. him a video of you maybe like sucking some fake dick. Like basically those three videos are leading up to what he's going to get when he comes home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole like uh, the buildup would be exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I think that's a really good idea, actually. And what else could you do to surprise him? I don't really know. I'm not you can maybe change you. the location. Like e- if you are going to have some great sex and you want to cook for him, maybe cook for him, make it a picnic and y'all go to the park on a late night and fuck at the park. You could fuck at the park. Yes. You could, um, you could have a little staycation maybe. And then I think it's always fun to go to a hotel and have a good little fuck fest there. You could probably look and see if there's um, some like, Role play. There's a place. Role play is good. There's a place outside of Atlanta and they have like these suites and every suite has its own like pool and hot tub. And it's like a resort type of place. Somebody Uh invited me. um, He took his wife for her birthday and they invited me to go along. I didn't, but they sent me the place and it looks so cool. I wish I could have gone, but. And I didn't get to. That sounds cool. I need that location. Yeah, I'll look through um, our text. But yeah, girl, try something <laughs> like that. A little role play, nice little scenery. I'm sure he's gonna love it. If y'all haven't been to a sex club, go to a sex club. Take your mask, but they are open. Don't go to no um, sex club right now. <laughs> oh, well, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at my <Martina's> face. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you don't watch the videos, you're missing out on some extra entertainment. <laughs> you could also plan a nice massage for him and you can be the masseuse and give him a happy ending and make a cute little uh, menu for him and let him know what options he can get at the end. Like mm-hmm. make it cute. Since y'all have done everything, you can just add some cute gestures to it. That is a really good idea. Um, I'm not good with ideas like that. I'm only good with techniques. So once you make your plan, send us another email and I can help you with that part. But good luck. Those are some excellent suggestions. Maybe when I get this husband next year, I can try some of these things, Medina. Make a menu. Let me write that on my list. Make a sex menu. I want somebody to make me a sex menu. I'm going to do that too, bitch. Somebody asked me if I had scheduled some birthday sex. And I was like, I didn't even think about it. No. (laughs) But I'm sure it will come. Okay. Okay, now I guess it- on to huh? You said, said you're trying on to, to uh, the fans' favorite cocktails. Okay, yes, it is time for us to move on to cocktails. But remember, if you want to send advice, send it to askcocktails um, at gmail dot com. And if you want to send us um, your own personal cocktail, email it to us at cocktails at acl at gmail dot com. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so um, do you have uh, a cocktail? Are you going to read one? You know, I was literally just sitting here trying to decide, am I going to give this embarrassing ass OG cocktail (laughs) that happened this weekend or am I going to read one? And I'm I'm also sitting here like I got bitches listening to the show trying to goddamn incriminate my goddamn ass. Well, while you decide, I'll go. I said, while you decide what you want to do, I'll go. Because mine is embarrassing. Okay. Okay. So um, this was a few years ago, maybe like, I want to say it was like 2017. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, So I met this guy. Can't remember how I met him. I'm going to venture to say Instagram. And I don't typically meet guys off Instagram, but he was kind of cute. So I was like, okay, well, hey, little daddy, what's up? So I was hosting a club out here. It was I was hosting Josephine. So we were doing like this ladies' night promotion. It was me and two of the other girls on air at the radio station. We're hosting this club this night. I invite all my friends out. Um, we're there having a good time. And he comes. And so it was the same night. They have this thing here called um, 100 Black Men. And then to be in 100 Black Men, You've got to be 35 or older. And it's just like this like society type thing of all of these different men who have these different careers that are like kind of well to do. It's like a grown up Jack and Jill is kind of how I look at it. Um, but just for men. So if you're under 35, you can be in the emerging 100. So anyway, they had a party. He wanted me to go with. Did he want me to go with him? Maybe he wanted me to go with him because they were having a party where they could have dates or something. I don't know. But he had the event and I was like, well, just come to my party afterwards. Like, it'll be cool. He comes to the party. By the time he got there, um, I was pretty drunk or I was getting there. And I hated that I did this because like I was technically working. 
I mean, I have to do anything. It's not like I was on the mic hosting, but I was like the person that's supposed to, one of the three girls is supposed to be there. So I'm drunk as fuck. The guy mm-hmm. gets there. I see him over at the bar. So I go to get him and bring him to my section. So then, um, and everybody's like, all my guy friends who came, everybody's trying to like buy all these bottles and stuff. The owner of the club used to always have a sweet spot for me. So he had sent me extra shit over there. One of my best guy friends was there and I guess he was trying to get the bitches. So he keeps buying bottles and we were just all like a drunken mess. Y'all, I started making out with this man in the fucking club. I do not remember that at all. I didn't remember it the next day. I didn't remember it a week later or nothing. When I got, okay, well, let me tell you what happened before I tell you what happened when I got to work the next day. So I end up leaving the club. I had somebody else drive my car because I drove there. Somebody else drive my car. I rode with him. I went to his house. Um, I couldn't remember which one of my friends um, drove my car home or home with them. But I went to his house. We stayed up all night fucking and in the morning too. Um, I think I didn't have to work the next day, but I guess it was the following Monday. Um, I also woke up and realized he was a Sigma, which is what made me even think about it because he had it on his arm. And I was like, oh my God, why did I do this? And then I'm looking at him and I'm like, he's not nearly as fine as I thought he was. It was just the eyes that got me. Those eyes be getting me sometimes. And he had a beautiful smile, but he kind of didn't have no neck. And it was just like throwing me off. And um, Because he was chubby? He wasn't like- chubby. He just had a short neck. He like worked out a lot. Oh. He he was really like muscled up. I liked that part, but I just want him to have a neck. It was just strange. A neck. And yeah, then, no neck nigga is just no matter how cute his face is, he not. It's, it's like, always uh, gonna knock off some points. So anyway, um, then I looked at his car and I didn't like it. Like I just felt like it was just too flashy. Like it was like a Florida nigga car. Sorry to the listeners in Florida, but y'all know y'all like them loud ass cars with those big ass rims that are like the color is loud, the sound is loud, everything's fucking loud. It looks like a Capri Sun packet. <laughs> yeah, this one was like bright orange. It was um, it was a challenger. So those are already fucking loud. And I'm just like, oh, this is just too much. It's like tacky to me. So anyway, he takes me home. Um, I was just like, I'll probably never call him again. Um, I did let him take me on a date. And then that was kind of the end. But when we were up in the morning, I was like, is this nigga still drunk? He's talking about how like he really liked me. And I'm like, you don't even know me. I was just drunk as fuck kissing you in the club. Like I am being a trash box right now. Like what? So anyway, when I get to work. Uh, my coworker is like, yes. Yeah, so is that your new nigga? And I was like, what you mean? He was like, the nigga you was tugging down in the club. And I was like, huh? What you talking about? I wasn't tugging nobody down in the club. And they were like, yeah, yes, you were. Like, and be glad Steve wasn't there. Like, that is not a good look. You need to tighten it up. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so fucking so embarrassed. And then more people kept coming in the room. Like, what are y'all talking about? Oh, you wasn't at the party that Kiara hosted. And I'm just like, can everybody shut up about it? Like, y'all act like y'all don't be getting head in the DJ booth. I'm just trying to get mine too. And that's my cocktail. Mm. I was just embarrassed. And then There's I got embarrassed. Nothing worse than having a drunk night that people are telling you what you did and you sincerely don't remember and you don't even want to hear anymore. Like, I don't Okay, it's just whatever. like, okay, stop. Like, yeah. I, I'm still missing pieces. And that's why the story is kind of like patchy, but it was embarrassing. I'm sure I did things I shouldn't have done. Um, I'm embarrassed. It happens again. to the best of us. Don't you feel bad? Mm. Okay, I'm going to read a cocktail from one of our trusty listeners. 
This is called the worst first impression in the history of first impressions, face palm. Hey, you guys, this whole shit gives me anxiety, but I need to get it out so mm -hmm. I can move on with my life and try to forget. So I'm going to try my absolute best to make it quick. I'm sorry in advance. There's this guy that I've known through a mutual friend for a year now. We never really spoke to each other outside of the mutual friend, but you could always tell there was some tension between us whenever we were around each other. One day we finally exchanged numbers. After a couple weeks of talking on the phone and going on a few outings, one night he invited me over to his place to drink wine and just vibe. And whatever happens, happens, smirky face. Now, let's cut to the chase. We end up making out on the couch. Oh, I love a good couch makeout session. And whoo child, I ain't been kissed like that in a minute. The touching, the soft moans, the groping. At one point, this nigga picked me up and sat me on his lap so I could feel his member bulging through his jeans. Let's go to the bed, he whispered to me as he whisked me away to his room. Sorry, I got caught in the moment. Let's speed it up. <laughs> A few physicians in and he's fucking me on my side, kissing me on my neck and shoulder while he runs his hands up and down my body. This shit was so intense. I was so wet. Mind you, this is our first time fucking. That's how a first time should be. As he finishes, as he finishes, the room starts spinning and my stomach feels queasy. I get up and I run to the bathroom and begin to vomit. He runs in behind me. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? As he moves my hair away from my face to make sure I don't get fucking puke in it. I couldn't even look at him. Y'all, I'm so traumatized. That motherfucker. I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is someone's name or if this is like an item. That motherfucking Taylor Port snuck up on my ass. Is that alcohol? Taylor Port? Taylor Port. It probably However, is. It's probably like a port wine. I'm going to uh, Google it. <laughs> however, he was so extremely sweet. He said it was still a great night and he can't even, and he can't wait to slide up in this WAP again without the throwing up, of course. Deep size. Okay. I feel better now. Love you guys. Keep the episodes coming. Here's a picture of me below. <laughs> I love how y'all sing y'all. Y'all sending in the pictures today, hun. And I found it. It is um, a port wine that is available for $6.99 at that would Total definitely Wine make and sick. More. Yep. Uh, just so you know, my sister is a news anchor and she actually did a story on uh, wines one time. And if you don't know wine, you should buy wines that cost a little bit more than six ninety nine. Not not even trying to be bougie, just for your health. Uh, so normally like that, that $15 mark, you're good. Okay. <laughs> um, well, girl, mm. Mm -mm -mm. that wine's drunken sex. <sighs> that's sick it's oh shit I it got can six, be it's fun this but i can't do it i can't do it too much anymore like i will I have a headache that. the next day i'm gonna start having heartburn like <laughs> and it's like a long lasting you're not just gonna throw up and be done you're sick you're out for the whole next day mm -hmm. possibly the second business day as well <laughs> It's just not yeah. the same. Anyway, thank it's you for not. sharing the cocktail. I do hope that you are able to move on from that experience, ma'am. Um, okay. So remember, you guys, again, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash cocktails. New bonus episodes every Monday. Um, and then also follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. Follow me at Kiki Said So. 
And I'm at Coffee Bean Bean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.